You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. The foundation of the home, biblically, is to be the husband and the wife. And if you let the children become the center and the foundation, it'll affect your relationship as husband and wife negatively. You make sure those kids don't come in between you and your wife. She is to feel like she is the most valued person, the most valuable person in that family. Again, don't misunderstand. You love the kids? Yes. But the foundation of our home has to be the relationship between me and my wife. Marriage is an institution that we can only hope to scratch the surface of understanding without actually being married. For those of us who are married, the dynamics are such that we're often quick to realize just how much we have to learn. As Pastor Danny will teach you in his message today, one of the common areas that many of us struggle with in our marriage is our order of affection. In his study, you'll learn the importance of being careful so as not to allow children to hinder your relationship with your spouse. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 with today's edition of The Living Word. Heaven is one unending, all expenses paid by our bridegroom because of his sacrifice on the cross. It's one unending honeymoon. Now guys, If you're like me, you have to take this by faith, but it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Heaven is better than earthly sex. I know. I know. It's hard to accept, isn't it? (laughs) By faith. But that's what the Bible declares. Our relationship forever, when we're united with Christ, you'll never, ever as a Christian say, I wish I could go back and be married to the person I was married to. No, you're going to be much happier. (laughs) Believe me. And everything about it's going to be better. And the earthly, physical relationship between a husband and wife is meant to represent what we as Christians have yet to experience. We've never experienced the honeymoon. We're not joined. Technically speaking, we're betrothed. And thank God we'll never get a Dear John letter from Jesus. But back in First Peter now, again, the context here, a wordless witness. And to be a wordless witness for the wife, God's called the wife to be submissive to the husband as the church is called to be submissive to Christ. A life marked by purity and reverence. That's what we read, purity and reverence. Reverence just means respect. Now, here's the deal, ladies. He might not be worthy of respect, especially if he doesn't believe the word. So what do I do if he's not worthy of my respect? The same thing Christ did in his suffering Suffering for us when we're not worthy, worthy of it, you treat him with respect even though he doesn't deserve it. Treat him with respect. A third thing that we read is the beauty for a godly wife and a godly woman is to go beyond skin deep. Let me give you this verse. I'm going to read it. You just write it down if you'd like to. Proverbs 31, verse 30. Here's what it says. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You can only cake the makeup on so thick. You can only have so many facelifts. 
And God's saying, look, let your beauty be beauty that is lasting, that's eternal. Because this present outward stuff, it's not going to last. And that's not the beauty that has the greatest value. I love the story of Jacob and Leah. Jacob and Leah, but the first one that Jacob fell in love with was named Rachel. By the way, uh, if it's helpful for you or somebody else, I'm not trying to promote my stuff, but my wife and I put together this a few years ago. It's called Learning to Love by Faith. It's our marriage testimony. It's based on the story uh, in Genesis of Jacob and his relationship with Rachel and his relationship with a woman named Leah. He met Rachel. He fell head over heels in love with Rachel. It was like love at first sight. And physically speaking, Rachel was more attractive than Leah. But when Jacob, at the end of his life, gives instructions to his children and makes them promise where he's to be buried, he says, you promise me that you bury me with Leah. And if you read the whole story, you realize that even though Rachel was more physically attractive, she had some spiritual issues. She wasn't a real spiritual woman. And over time, Jacob became more attracted to Leah than he was to Rachel. That says something. That's what God's saying through the pen of Peter here. Beauty should come first and foremost from the inner, not the outer. And then we read the beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. Ladies, we're getting ready to shift to the guys, all right? Equal opportunity here, equal time. But before we shift to the guys... Let me read you a few Proverbs. Proverbs 19, verse 13. Please don't throw anything at me. I didn't write it. (laughs) A foolish son is his father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping. Proverbs 21, 9. Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. So if he's on the roof, that might be a clue. Proverbs 25, 24, better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. That's what Solomon wrote just in Proverbs 21, 9. Why did he say it twice? He had 700 wives. <laughs> There's a lot of them like this. Let me give you one more. Proverbs 27, 15. A quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping on a rainy day. Restraining her is like restraining the wind or grasping oil with the hand. Moving right along. You're her daughters, if you do what is right and do not give way to fear, what might the fear be? Oh my goodness, the fear of actually doing what God said and being submissive and showing respect to him even though he doesn't deserve it. The fear of what are other women going to say, especially in a culture that's moving away from the biblical design and the biblical instructions for a godly marriage. What are the other ladies going to say about you if you do this? Hey, what about the fear of where my clueless husband's going to lead us if I let him lead? Mention Sarah, married to Abraham. Genesis 12 and Genesis 20. Twice, without God's leading, Abraham led his family down to Egypt, and both times he got in trouble. And once they got down there, here's what Abraham said to his wife. Hey, the king of the land, uh, he's going to see that you're a beautiful woman. He's going to kill me and take you into his harem. So... Say you're my sister. Lie. And Sarah lied for him. That was not God's will. Hey, ladies, submitting to him doesn't mean you lie for him. Doesn't mean you sin to submit to him. No, you got a greater authority if he's telling you to sin. No, don't go there. Now, husbands. Here, only one verse for the husbands. I think one of the reasons is we can't handle a whole lot at one time. 
In the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect. Respect. Uh, one translation translates that treat them with honor. Honor. And that's really the word there. It means to esteem them highly. It means to uh, esteem them as something very valuable. That's why I still use uh, in wedding ceremonies that I officiate, I say at one point, uh, and do you promise to love and to cherish her, to cherish her, as long as you both shall live, cherish her, because that's the idea. Early on in my marriage, and I did not know I was doing it, and sometimes we're just clueless, guys. We don't know. I I didn't realize it. Tanner was a toddler. And uh, Wendy, after she had had enough of it, uh, and she, she lovingly, <laughs> lovingly and pointedly told me that when Tanner, as a toddler, would call me, Daddy, I would immediately respond. Immediately. No delay. I'd be watching a football game, and he'd come in. He'd call me, Daddy. I'd, hey, mute. Wendy would call me. I'm watching a football game. Once. Twice. Three times. Danny, did you hear me? Tanner calls me. Immediately, I'm there. You know what was happening? I was making my son, now don't misunderstand, but I was making my son more valuable than my wife. Don't misunderstand. Are we to love both? Absolutely, of course. But listen, the foundation of the home, biblically, is to be the husband and the wife. And if you let the children become the center and the foundation, it'll affect your relationship as husband and wife negatively. You make sure those kids don't come in between you and your wife. She is to feel like she is the most valued person, the most valuable person in that family. Again, don't misunderstand. You love the kids? Yes. But the foundation of our home has to be the relationship between me and my wife. By the way, my wife's here today. You can ask her if she feels valuable now. And then let me know what she says. <laughs> if it's bad, don't let me know right away. Could you wait till Tuesday? That way we can go diving tomorrow and I can have a good day and not have to think about it. By the way, stand up, Wendy, so they know which person to come to. Stand, where's Wendy? Where is she? Come on. Come on, be submissive and stand up. There's a test, isn't it? There's a test. Pray for my wife, too. I thought our marriage was doing better than this. I'll give you a second chance. (laughs) Now, that was funny, wasn't it? The Apostle Peter's first letter encouraged the lives of believers spread far and wide, forced from their home due to their devotion to Jesus. Today, though you may not be facing the same kind of persecution, there will be people that oppose your message of hope. The enemy wants you to be silent, but your story and the grace of Jesus just can't be kept silent. Don't hide Jesus from people. Live him out in your daily life and proclaim his praises wherever you go. Thanks for tuning in today for Pastor Danny's teaching on the Living Word. If you'd like to hear more of his messages from this series on the book of 1 Peter, visit ccfstpete.church. Feel free to download or share the teachings you find from the Living Word or visit our YouTube channel. 
There you can immerse yourself in our weekly services. We'd encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel too. That way you'll be notified as soon as we post anything new. If you're in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Join us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. Find out more about Calvary Chapel Fellowship at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you can't join us in person, we do offer a live stream of our weekend services. Just visit the website and click the link in the menu. Thanks for tuning in today to The Living Word.